This episode is brought to you by Direct Drilling, a locally owned family drilling company based in Kununurra, servicing the Kimberley and Northern Territory. All drillers are nationally licensed with the Australian Drilling Industry Association, ensuring best practice, the protection of water resources and guaranteeing the life of the bore. Find out more at directdrill.com.au. Listening to the Central Station Podcast, where we bring you stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Huey, and this is my story, It's On. There's a smell of abgas in the air and the faint whomp of rotor blades in the distance. This can only mean one thing, it's time to muster. The aim is always for a calm, controlled muster where the choppers fly straight and slow, gently the pushing the cattle into a wing. A wing is basically two funnel-shaped fence lines strung with shade cloth that guide the cattle into the yard. The job on the ground is to wait at the end of the wing to help move the cattle at the very end and be ready to leap out and shut the gates behind the mob when they are safely yarded. Of course, not every muster goes exactly the plan. A while ago we were mustering the northern part of the property, hitting four different balls in one day. The first two yards went relatively smoothly, far too smoothly as it turned out, and then Mike and I were in the trusty Hilux at the third yard of the day. As the helicopters brought the cattle up, a couple of crafty old cows managed to slip straight through the fence. They got the majority of the mob into the yards when the pilots decided to fly around for another go. We had to switch the other side of the wing to let the pilots do their job, which involved a bit of bush bashing. As we were sitting at the end of the fence, we could see the choppers manoeuvring and hear the cattle coming through the scrub. Adrenaline was starting to flow, and then we noticed the smell. Something was definitely on fire. Turns out it was the car. Somehow, a small sapling had gotten wedged in the motor and was now definitely smouldering. Mike and I jumped out and were desperately trying to remove it so we could be in position to assist the helicopters as needed. Time was definitely of the essence when we noticed the next problem. The fan belt had been dislodged and with no time and limited tools, it was impossible to get it back to where, get it, back to where it needed to be in time. Mike pulled out his trusty Leatherman, which is basically a Swiss Army knife on steroids, and cut it off. Not the best for the car, but we had no option. We had to get down to the yard to shut the gate. We leapt back in the car and raced down the wing. Halfway along, Mike asked me for the radio so he can talk to the pilots. Um, I realised the last time I saw the radio was when we were under the bonnet. This could be a problem, but there was no time to worry about it just then. We got to the gate just in time and managed to yard the cattle. As the dust settled, we assessed the situation. The Hilux was now well and truly out of action. Trotting back up the wing, I found the radio and two of its three batteries. So now we're down one vehicle, and without any communication, we're still one more board to muster. 
The choppers were already on their way to Boundary Bore, so we had no option but to jump in the spare car and scoot up there as fast as possible. Unfortunately, when we got there, we realised that the boys were still a long way from finishing the setup, so once again it was all systems go as we raced to get ready in time. With the Hilux no longer operational, I was given the old station Toyota and instructed to wait at one end of the wing, basically to repeat what we'd done previously, preferably without catching on fire this time. The last thing Mike said to me was, Remember, you don't have any brakes. Later I learned he'd also given the boys a lecture on not getting in my way due to my lack of brakes. Had I known this, I would have been highly offended and considered my character personally besmirched, but as it turned out, it was probably just as well. As I was driving up to get in position, I could see the cattle streaming past me in the trees. This was not good. We were nowhere near ready. Eventually, I had the choppers in front of me and started back towards the yards, making sure no cows doubled back along the fence line. As I got to the yard, I could see the pilots had done a great job of getting the cattle in, but there was no one there to shut the gate. This was a disaster, as the cattle were about to hit the back fence, turn around, and we would have lost a lot. I kicked it up a gear to get there in time, and just as I approached the gate, I saw Mike screaming down the other side of the wing with the same idea. That's when I remembered I have no brakes. Well, I could see the whites of his eyes, but there was nothing I could do. He shot past me and drove straight into the yard with me, inches behind until, bang, I ran straight into the back of him. No time to worry about it, as the cattle were starting to spill back past him. I had to get out of there and shut that gate. I threw my car into reverse and backed up, only to discover that Mike's father, who I hadn't seen for the last couple of hours, had turned up to give us a hand and had parked directly behind me. So, bang, straight into his car too. The score was now Amory 2, Mike 1, Toyota 0. All this, and it wasn't even lunch. Charles Darwin University's Agricultural and Rural Operations team focuses on North Australian production and business systems, offering current real-world knowledge and experience by delivering both full qualifications and industry-required short courses. Courses at the rural campus are designed to develop the skills required for work on a North Australian beef cattle property or in the top-end agricultural industry while providing a sound knowledge base in the pastoral and or agricultural industries. They have dedicated staff who specialise in workplace training and assessment and recognition of prior learning. They will come to you and they service some of the most remote areas in the Northern Territory. Find out more at cdu.edu.au.